Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3 of Trot at Large. I am your strangely energized host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. I have to admit, I thought that was a darn good newsread, didn't you? I could just feel the energy flowing into the microphone. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at GerardAtLarge, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. All right. I have a message here in my inbox from a loyal listener in Milford. That's right. Milford, New Hampshire. I haven't heard mention of the rescheduling of someone coming in from the Islamic Society of New Hampshire to discuss the mosque. Can I please have an update? Thanks. I will tell you this was not on my radar for today, but as you know, we respond to our larger loyal listening audience, though we wish you'd call at 606-6762. We'll just have to accept your tweets and Facebook messages. Um, I ran into the my, my contact, my liaison to the uh, mosque last week, uh, interestingly, at the polling place in Ward 2 during the city primary. And uh, that uh, person informed me that we should be hearing from the mosque soon. I don't know what that means. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that they uh, decided to cancel their appearance here on the Dry Large radio show so that they could find more suitable spokespersons uh, for themselves rather than the president of their uh, mosque council, whatever it's called. And the or the president, I'll say the president of the Islamic Society, Mohammed uh, Ewais, uh, and this fellow whose name is a, a deal to hear. Uh, and so uh, they they wanted someone. You know, I, I, I don't want to uh, accidentally cast any aspersions uh, by relaying the content of the conversation. Uh because I think it might be misunderstood or misread. I, I will say that I was uh, uh, disappointed and a little troubled at the reasoning that I was given. Uh, but at this point, I have um, no empirical evidence that what they said wasn't true. I will tell you this, though. If we don't get something scheduled with them soon i will release the contents of that conversation which was not you know said to me in confidence they didn't say hey don't say this on the radio etc etc um i i just want to give them every opportunity to have a fair shot uh in front of this audience so i don't want to prejudice anything that may be discussed here by having their explanation as to why um, they were looking for better spokesmen than the ones that they had originally chosen. Okay. I will say this though, if for those of you who are listening to our show on Monday, you know that Ava Castillo talked about an event that was hosted by um, Robert Aziz, who does this thing. He's a Manchester native who does this thing called ask a Muslim anything. So you might want to mark October 10th, the day after Columbus Day, in your calendar because in the 8 o'clock hour for the entire hour, we 
here on the Dread at Large radio show from our super secret broadcast location above Jacques Flower Shop. And anyone in our large and loyal listening audience, which honestly actually spans the globe, you'd be amazed how many people who grew up in Manchester or have some or, you know, otherwise spent time here tune into this radio show through our website to listen what's going on to listen what's happening quote unquote back home you really would be we have we, we have listeners literally in all 50 states every canadian province even south and central america to say nothing of europe and beyond so um the, the ones from the what I call the stand countries is probably my sister. So I don't really think we have a whole lot of people in Turkmenistan. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, on October 10th from 8 to 9, Robert Azi will be here for Ask a Muslim Anything. And we we will ask. I told him, I said, I said, I, di- I just want you to know, I'm a radio talk show host. If you tell me I can ask anything, I'm going to ask. He said, that's the whole purpose of this. It's okay. I'm like, all right, giddy up. <laughs> I did ask him if he was familiar with the mosque, and he said he knows about the mosque, but he's not. Uh, he doesn't attend services there or whatnot. So exactly what he does and doesn't know. And I, I, I will be honest with you. I shared with him the conversation that I had with the people at the, at the person at the mosque who put it off for the reasons that I'm not going to go into detail over. And I said, what should I make of that? Because frankly, it doesn't make any sense to me. And so we had a conversation about that, which I guess made me feel a little bit better about what I had been told. But let's just say it didn't get me over that, over that hill. So, uh, and, and this is a conversation I really want to have. Not just with Robert Azzi, but I really want the mosque to come on. Because I want the mosque to address what Dave Gobatz's report said. And I realize that the chief of police here in the city of Manchester has trashed the report. I get that. And I, I, I've had some discussions with Chief Willard about that, about that report and his reaction to it. He's gone so far as to question whether or not Dave Gobatz was even in Manchester, never mind at the mosque. So I'm, I'm working to um, resolve that question, among others. There's, there's a lot of communication that I'm having with people behind the scenes on this because – as I've told you always, it is more important for me to get it right than to be right. And I want to be in particularly cautious with this topic because of the times in which we live, which naturally give both gives rise to both questions that I think are fair game to discuss and fair game to expect answers to come uh, uh, in response to. Uh, uh, but also, if not done well or right, could exacerbate tensions that are already running high. When people are hyper alert and hyper aware, there's an issue. 
And frankly, I think thus far, the response of the mosque and the response of some people who have accused me or former state rep Greg Saltz, who read Gobatz's report before the board of mayor and aldermen, was trashed as an Islamophobe uh, purveying hate speech, as was I. Only for him and good for him. We should probably, uh, well, I I have a video of his uh, testimony before the Manchester Board of Mayor and Aldermen, the following meeting, the meeting following his appearance to read the letter, where he said, hey, you know what? Y'all say, see something, say something. And then when somebody sees something and says something, you accuse them of hate speech and being an Islamophobe and attacking the mosque. He said, this is why people don't speak out. This is why the people in San Bernardino who thought something was wrong didn't tell authorities because they were afraid and they admitted it to investigators afterward that they would be accused of exactly what you people have accused me of being for doing what I did to draw attention to this issue in our community. And he was right to raise that protest. You can quarrel with the way he brought it to people's attention. But the fact of the matter is, is he raised a legitimate set of issues and questions, as we believe we have done here on this radio show. And we believe they deserve answers. And for the mosque to be silent in the face of all of this can be read any number of ways. And I get, I do, I get that they might resent having to justify themselves. I get that they, but what they need to understand is that the community in which they are located is both is largely ignorant of who they are, ignorant of what they believe, ignorant of how they live, and surrounded by a news media that carries daily the stories of terror, vicious acts of murder, rape, assault, all carried out in the name of their God, Allah, under the banner of their religion and they can say all they want that that religion doesn't represent them or isn't you know that it's a misrepresentation but the fact of the matter is is they very often don't say it and so this is what's happening and they have to understand the context in which these things are being raised and their and their role. And they have to be willing to say, you know what? We are going to be an open book in this community so that we can put to rest the fears and be completely transparent about who we are, what we believe, how we worship, and all that fun stuff. Because familiarity is what breeds confidence and trust. Secrecy and lack of familiarity breeds fear and distrust. So the mosque has got a role to play in resolving these questions in our community. And I'm going to use this opportunity, thanks to our loyal listener in Milford, who is now on the line, it's Susan, uh, to renew the call for them to come to this show as they said they would do. And answer what Mr. Gobatz had to say in his report and help us understand what they stand for. And I want to thank Ava Castillo for bringing to our attention Robert Ozzy and Robert Ozzy for agreeing to come on this radio show for an Ask a Muslim Anything segment, which is 
something we are glad to do as a way of carrying on this conversation and informing our large and loyal listening audience, regardless of what the mosque does or doesn't do. And with that, Susan, thanks for calling in. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Just ducky. I just wanted to uh, give a quick call because I'm at work and I have to get to my desk in a few minutes. But uh, I honestly don't think you're going to hear from anybody from that uh, Islamic Society of New Hampshire because they really can't refute what we are saying. Um, I, I, the taqiyya aspect of Islam, where they can lie about Islam to further its cause, is of great concern to me and many other people. Well, that will be a question I would encourage you to call in and ask Robert Azzi about. Yep. Yeah, if, I, you know, if I can, it depends what his schedule is, where I'm going to be at the time. Well, he's going to be with us from 8 to 9 on Tuesday the 10th. And Tuesday if you can't, 10th, if you can't right. call in, remind me to ask that question. You can send me a message through Facebook. Okay. All right. Well, uh, yeah, also, uh, Brigitte Gabrielle is going to be in New England next month. Uh, I'm going to try to get uh, her scheduler's phone number, and perhaps you can get her on air as well. Oh, she's fabulous. I would love to have her. Yeah. Yeah, she's, so a I, for, she's, uh, she's a former Muslim, is she not? Uh, I don't believe she was ever Muslim, but she was is from Lebanon. She's lived in uh, under terrorist regime. Uh, she's a Coptic Christian, actually, Coptic, and the okay. founder of Act for America. So she's very uh, intri- intimately involved with this. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of her stuff. She's uh, she's certainly dynamic. Well, it'd be interesting. Maybe we could get Bridge. Uh, we would get her and uh, Robert Azzi on the same stage together. That would be fun. <laughs> All right, I gotta let you go, Susan. Thanks for the call. Already. All right, that's Susan and Milford uh, asking about the status of things. I hope I've made myself clear, but at the end of the day, um, dialogue. The only reason why I can think they wouldn't want to enter into the dialogue is if it revealed things that maybe confirmed people's fears. I have no idea what they would say. That's why they need to come here and say it. This is Gerard at Large.